Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys. We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. (laughs) So we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to to not cheap. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. Just our podcast? Any podcast or any (laughs) performer. 
But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash Sacrilegious Discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday, by which I mean a couple minutes ago, because we're recording these back to back? <laughs> They're coming back from exile. They are. Yeah. They're coming out we of fucking like, Babylon. We had a few seconds of story at the beginning mm-hmm. of last week. Mm-hmm. That's, that's giving me hope. I'm you like, mean I yesterday, mean, not last week. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I meant. Yesterday. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But it's giving me hope. I'm like, we're maybe, almost there. Maybe there's some more story, like in this one. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's maybe they intermix it. Maybe mm-hmm. there's maybe there's some better stuff. I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful too. I'm being hopeful here. Well, let's go see what's gonna happen. All right. So yesterday we did First Chronicles chapter nine, nine. Mm-hmm. and today we're jumping into First Chronicles chapter ten. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. <laughs> Okay, First Chronicles chapter ten. Happy Friday to you. <laughs> what? What the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm excited because this one's a little it's bit a, short, and we're, we're getting like, through it. And... We're almost done with these these names. Fuck like, Chronicles. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Chronicles. Right. Fuck Chronicles. Fuck Chronicles. Okay. Now the Philistines attacked Israel. Did they now? Mm-hmm. Okay. They attacked them for no reason. Right. They just I mean, came out obviously, of yeah. we're the you know this, these are God's people. They obviously attacked them for no reason. It mm-hmm. was not justified. Unlike the times when they attacked them for sheep land and stuff like that. Right. You know? I right. mean, when the Israelites the attacked Israelites them, Israelites are allowed to attack whoever yeah, they you, want. You just, I mean, if they if your sheep need to graze, it's obviously a good reason to kill people. Oh God. Okay. So um, the men of Israel fled before them. Many were slaughtered on the slopes of Gilboa. Oh, isn't that blessed mountain? I don't know. Or is that Curse Mountain? I don't know. It's one of the mountains. Is it one of the mountains? It is. Okay. The Philistines closed in on Saul and his sons. Remember Saul? Oh, this is back. Okay. Where was Saul? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they killed three of his sons. Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malkishua. I do kind of remember this. Yes. Mm -hmm. The fighting grew very fierce around Saul, and the Philistine archers caught up with him and wounded him. Okay. Wait. they, They wounded him. So, yeah. wait, this is where the guy was... Mm-hmm. Isn't this where the guy was in the field with him and then he came... This is one of the um, contradictions? contradictions that I couldn't get to. Right, That I right. read about. Right, But so I like, couldn't say. 
the guy came. I just just to reiterate, I think the guy came back with the, the dude's head, right? Mm-hmm. And was like, "Hey, they killed him in battle, right?" Yeah. And then they killed him. Pretty sure that for, was like all. you know yeah. having killed him or whatever. Yeah, they so, killed the the messenger head bearer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They they killed the messenger. Mm-hmm. Fucking assholes. Right. All right. So all right. All right. I'm ready. Let's do this. Saul groaned to his armor bearer, "Take your sword and kill me before these pagan Philistines come to taunt and torture me." That poor guy. He got killed for nothing. Right. Fuckers. But his arm bearer was afraid and would not do it. Oh. So Saul took his own sword and fell on it. Oh damn. Right. Yeah. When his arm armorer armor bearer arm whatever. The guy that bears arms yeah. realized that Saul was dead. He fell on his own sword and died. Oh, shit. Right? This is not the story we heard. Right. Yeah, this is not the story we heard. Because that dude came back in the last one. I have been sitting on this for so long since we talked about the Saul contradiction episode. Yeah. Because I read it and I couldn't say anything about it. Because right, it, right. the contradiction was in Chronicles and we weren't there yet. Yeah, not only did he kill himself, but his armor bearer who was with him. Killed himself, too. Right. That's crazy. Right? So Saul and his three sons died there together, bringing his dynasty to an end. When all the Israelites in the Jezreel Valley saw that their army had fled and that Saul and his sons were dead, they abandoned their towns and fled. Yeah. So the Philistines moved in and occupied their towns. I mean, that's what happens in war, I guess. You know? Could you imagine, like, so we... um, Our country goes to war with another country, invades it, whatever. Yeah. And then me and you just, like, walk in... After the fighting's done, and we're like, I like this house. We'll just live in we'll this take house that one. now. Yeah, that yeah. one's nice. Yeah, this one has a bidet. And... Right, yeah, a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, a, and a hot tub in the back. I don't know. Right, Fuck. right. I mean, get the pick, right? I want a garage. Oh, you it want has a, to have garage? a garage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, a, and a workshop shed in the back. Yeah. Because I want the garage to be a garage, not a workshop. Really? That we can't park in. Okay. I want to be able to park in the garage. Because we have such nice cars that we need to keep. But it snows here. <laughs> it would be nice to have our cars in the All fucking right, garage. that's fair. That's fair. If we don't... Then, look, no, no, I said that's gonna, fair. I said that's fair. I'm just saying, if we're not going to park in the garage, why not just make it a giant garage-shaped shed? Right. You know? Yeah. Without the garage door part. I said I said it was fair. Okay. It's all good. We'll we'll do that. Okay. Yeah. When when we take over the land. Yeah. From you know somebody that we conquer. Yeah. Yeah. When we walk in and choose the house. Yeah. Okay. And I've always wanted a. Bit at day. least at least we have this life plan worked out. Sure. You know, we, we're gonna have this one. This one, if it ever happens, we're solid on it. So yeah. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Would you use a bidet? I've always wanted one. I don't know. Uh, you would. I mean, have I would to try at it. least try it. You would try it. I'd at least try it. But I'm, I mean, okay, so when I was a kid, I lived in Italy. Yeah. And all, everything, bidets were just common. They were in every bathroom. They had bidets for days? Bidets for days. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys got to watch <laughs> Julie Nolke and uh, Pulp Comedy on YouTube. Um, they did good. So, yeah, bidets for days. Right, right. Um, but I, I did not understand them because I was just a little kid. And I didn't understand their purpose. And... So I can't really. They're, they're like little sinks. But you didn't ever drink out of it, did you? No, 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 <laughs> no. But I did let my Barbies bathe in it. Oh, okay. Because the Barbie pole shaped size. Mm, okay. Size shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Perfect. Right. Yeah. So my Barbies and my mom would come in and be like, "Don't play in that." <laughs> and and now me. you know why. Why? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. The next day. You know, back at the farm. Mm-hmm. When the Philistines went out to strip the dead, 
they found the bodies of Saul and his sons on Mount Gilboa. Okay. I, I'm almost positive Mount Gil- Gilboa is Bless Mountain. Okay. All right. So they stripped off Saul's armor and cut off his head. Oh. Oh, That's wait not a what second. we read about, right? Well, but now the guy that, that this could actually explain the thing, not necessarily be a contradiction. Right. Because they did cut off his head. Now, if mm-hmm. somebody takes it back to um, whoever it was, right. then that would make sense. Right. But let's we, we're not there yet. So. No, let's, let's yeah. read the rest. Then they proclaimed the good news of Saul's death before their idols and to the people throughout the land of Philistia. Okay. They placed his armor in the temple of their gods, and they fastened his head to the temple of Dagon. That is definitely Dagon. not not taking it back to the people. Right? So Holy shit. Yeah. But when everyone in Jabesh-Gilead heard about everything the Philistines had done to Saul, mm-hmm. all their mighty warriors brought the bodies of Saul and his sons back to Jabesh. Yeah. Then they buried their bones beneath the great tree at Jabesh, and they fasted for seven days. So Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord, not because, you know. Because he was killed in battle. Right. Right, yeah. He failed to obey the Lord's command, and he even consulted a medium instead of asking the Lord for guidance. I mean, he was kind of a dick. He kept trying to kill David and stuff, you know. But at the same time, God liked him at one point, too. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then he kind of went crazy. And I feel like that was God's fault. Yeah. If there, you know, if there was a God, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I agree. God could have stopped all that from happening. He could have. So the Lord killed him and turned the kingdom kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. The end. Oh, that was it? Yep. Well, that was story. That was story. That was story, damn it. We're almost through this. I think we're, we're yeah. We're I like, think, we're we reading shit. This is, I, I, I don't know. I thought it went to like the chapter 11th chapter. 11. But, yeah, that's what I but thought. But now maybe this is like a respite and then we got one more and then and 11 <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't know how to take this but i enjoyed but it if you didn't skip this one be glad you didn't skip it because there's right? story right it was a great way to end the week yeah no oh was, i mean like you couldn't ask for a better way to end the week you know yeah. after all those fucking names it was like it's friday have a short chapter and, and have some story and it's got some substance yeah, yeah. Ah. And, we, and we even had a contradiction that we caught it in the middle of it. Right? Like, it doesn't get any better than that. that was, we had coffee, even. We did have coffee. Yeah. This was the best episode it's, it's ever. It was a great episode. I, I, I don't know how wish, you guys feel about it, but we loved it. <laughs> I kind of wish I could go back and, like, be funnier. And, like, right. Because, like, we, I didn't we, did, know. we were kind of sunken beforehand, mm-hmm. like, thinking names, right? Yeah. And like, now, I didn't know to be better on my game right right we didn't know we had to be on the ball yeah shit which you know what we should always be on the ball that's we should on always us be on the, yeah that's on us that is on us yeah definitely okay. we'll do better next time you guys well i mean I, I think it was, it was all right it was all right we did okay right but even with names we should always be on our well, game i mean it's hard it is hard it's really hard it's really hard you guys yeah so anyway that was first chronicles chapter 10 Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we're going to be back with... First Chronicles chapter no, 11. Incorrect. No, tomorrow is Saturday. <laughs> I am so sorry. And so tomorrow, Saturday, we're doing Saturday Q&A. And right? then, yep, and on then on Sunday, Sunday, we'll do Sacrilegious Book Club. And, and that evening, 
husband will post the weekly wrap-up. Correct. Or replay. I usually do it in the morning, but okay. whatever. Okay. Sometimes I'm lazy and I do it in the evening. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Well, and you then, usually try to include the book club and the... Um, yeah, which we usually finish the night before, so oh, like... Oh, that's true. You know. Okay. I don't know what I'm talking about. So anyway... Yeah. Wife Sunday doesn't know what she's talking the, about. Shut up. <laughs> and then on Monday, we'll be back with First Chronicles chapter 11. There we go. Okay. That's better. Good All right. Good catch. We will see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened on Friday? Ah, uh, shit. I forgot to look. <laughs> Saul died. No, I don't. Saul died. He was again. so bad. He was unfaithful to the Lord. And He's so bad, he died twice Yeah. in the Bible. And he had consulted a medium, so the Lord killed him. That was the Witch of Endor, right? Yeah. 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 Good stuff. That stuff happened, and All so right. um, the kingdom turned over to David. Okay. Okay. All right, so that was First uh, Chronicles chapter ten. Oh, might I? Sure as fuck was. Might I say? What? There was story last time. There was. Which means there might be story today. There probably is. That's exciting shit. That is very exciting. So what are we doing today? Oh my god! I know I threw you all off here. You are all over the place. I did. I was. I, mean, I fucked you up. Yes, First Chronicles chapter eleven. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. <laughs> Okay, First Chronicles chapter 11. Okay. Then. 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 Kind of like when we used to say. Not now. The next day. When? Then. Then. All Israel gathered before David at Hebron and told him, We are your own flesh and blood. In the past, even when Saul was king, you were the one who really led the forces yeah, of Israel. Yeah, we liked you best. Mm-hmm. You were special. Didn't he slay his thousands? His tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. Saul's killed his thousands and... David killed his tens of thousands. Okay. Yeah. And the Lord your God told you, you will be the shepherd of my people Israel. You will be the leader of my people Israel. He sure did. So there at Hebron, David made a covenant before the Lord Those with good old covenants. all the elders of Israel. Can you stop? Oh my <laughs> God. We've already heard this story. I'm like, and they anointed him king of Israel, just as the Lord had promised through Samuel. They sure the fuck did. They sure the fuck did. Okay. Yeah. Then David, then... Then. David and all Israel. When? Then. Then. Then David and all Israel went to Jerusalem, or Jebus as it used to be called. Wait, what? It says that in parentheses. Went to Jebus. Jebus. J-E-B-U-S. Hey, Jerusalem used to be Jebus? According to the Bible. Huh. Where the Jebusites. I sure the fuck did it was Jebus. Yeah. Where yeah, the thank, Jebusites. Thank Jebus. Sorry. I'm sorry. You need to I'm stop. I'm in rare form tonight. Uh, yeah. Where the Jebusites, the original inhabitants of the land, were living. The yeah. original inhabitants of the land. Well. The people of Jebus taunted David, <laughs> saying, You'll never get in here. <laughs> Those damn people of Jebus. <laughs> but David captured the fortress of Zion, which is now called the city of David. David had said to his troops. Because it wasn't that before David. I mean, David had he, to capture it before it was. I thought he the, built it. I, you know what? I think you're right. I, he literally built the city of well, David. Well, but was it because they raised the previous city and then they built one on top of it? Oh, well, that's Maybe. not what it said. It said he built a fucking city and named it after himself. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. After, I, But I think you're... Maybe... I don't know. That, that might yeah. be one of those contradictiony things. It might be. It might yeah. be. I thought I he we'll, built that city We'll himself. find out at some point. So anyway, it's now called the city of David. Yeah, not Jebus. No. No. <laughs> David had said to his troops... 
Whoever is first to attack the Jebusites will become the commander of my armies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Joab, the son of David's sister Zariah. Watch out for that Joab guy. Was first to attack, so he became the commander of David's armies. Mm-hmm. David made the fortress his home, and that is why it's called the City of David. That's why. No, it's because he fucking built it is why it's called the City of David. <laughs> I'm really upset about this. Yeah. He extended the city from the supporting terraces to the surrounding area. I do remember they said that. While Joab rebuilt the rest of Jerusalem. I think I think you might be wrong here. I think he did conquer a city and then rename it David. Well, I'm going to find out. And he out. built upon it, but like... I'm going to find out because I'm very upset about this. Right. Okay. And David became more and more powerful because the Lord of Heaven's armies was with him. Not because he was just a good leader. Heaven's armies. It wasn't his doing. It was God's doing. I forgot that sometimes it's the Lord of Heaven's armies. Right, right. But just so you know, anytime you do good in life, mm-hmm. it's not your doing. Right. It's God's doing. But anytime and if you, you do, do bad, bad, it's all on you, man. Yeah. You're fucked. Unless he turned your heart. But yeah. But then you're still, still fucked. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't get credit for anything, no, really. No, no credit. Okay, so next section, we're going to learn about his mighty men. Remember his mighty men? His mighty, mighty men? Mm-hmm. Okay. These are the leaders of David's mighty warriors. Together mm. with all Israel, they decided to make David their king, just as the Lord had promised concerning Israel. Here is the record of David's mightiest warriors. Oh, God. Oh, boy. The first was Jeshubim. The Hakmonite, who was leader of the three, the mightiest warriors among David's men. Okay. Oh, we got a name now. Yeah. Nice. He once used his spear to kill 300 enemy warriors in a single battle. Okay. Remember? Remember? Um, only, did, did, Remember that, the did three? they say that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. The three were. That's right. They, they did cover these They were the before. killiest killers that right, ever Right, but then there was, there was more to the squad, but these there was three that these were the three. three. Right, these they three. were the three. Mm-hmm. Next in rank among the three was Eleazar, son of Dodai, a descendant of Ahoa. He was with David when the Philistines gathered for the battle at Pastamim. And attacked the Israelites in a field full of barley. Mm, that was not Remember, a barley party. That was not a parley party that a day. Parley, what? <laughs> parley party. <laughs> it was a party of parleys. Yeah, sure. Par- parley? We'll just go with that, yeah. The Israelite army fled, but Eleazar and David held their ground in the middle of the field and beat back the Philistines. All sure by themselves, you know? That's, yeah. that's the way that goes. You just so the kill Lord- an entire army with two people. So the Lord saved them by giving them a great victory. Yeah. So they won, so the Lord let them win. I, I gotta, I've gotta. said this before, but like if I, me and like my buddy took mm-hmm. on an entire army and like won, mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, I did a great job. The fuck yeah. God, I, I got that shit. Yeah. That was, that was all I'm me. I'm the one that's exhausted. Who's got blood all over me? Exactly. Who's fucking dying like of, you know, multiple minor wounds and shit? That'd be me. Yeah. Yeah. God didn't get dirty down here. He wasn't down here with me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Once, when David was at the rock near the cave of Adullam, the Philistine army was camped in the Valley of Raphaim. The three, who were among the 30, an elite group among David's fighting men, yeah. went down to meet him there. kind of remember this. Okay. David was staying in the stronghold at the time, and a Philistine detachment had occupied the town of Bethlehem. David remarked longingly to his men, oh, he wants water. I remember this. And somebody brings yeah, him water. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, you moron. Right. 
Oh, how I would love some of that good water from the well by the gate in Bethlehem. So the three broke through the Philistine lines, drew some water from the well by the gate in Bethlehem, and brought it back to David. But David refused to drink it. Instead, he poured it out as an offering to the Lord. God forbid that I should drink this, he exclaimed. This water is as precious as the blood of these men who risked their lives to bring it to me. So we're going to dump it out. Yeah, yeah, this sounds great. This is smart. Yeah. It's so precious that nobody gets any of we're it. We're going to waste it all. Yeah. And your lives meant nothing to me. That risk you took? Right. It, it was, was for all not. for nothing. Yeah. So David did not drink it. These are examples of the exploits of the three. Abishai the brother of Joab, was the leader of the 30. He once used his spear to kill 300 enemy warriors in a single battle. That was the same as the other guy. I know. Mm. Why didn't he get to be a three? I don't know, but why is it always like 300, though? Because 300 is big and big good. number. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a big number. 300. Yeah, yeah. yeah that sounds That sounds... Good. Anything more than that would be unrealistic. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was by such feats that he became as famous as the three. Also, who was counting? Did you even hear what I just said? Yeah, he became as famous as the three. Yeah, yeah. But, but who was counting? He was. So we're supposed to just trust his counting? Yeah, because people never lie. But, like, you're you're sitting there and, like, people are coming at you with swords and spears and, and shit. Going, and you're like, you're uh, one, one uh, two, two uh, three, three, four. No, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't happen. That's exactly what happened. And and we're supposed to, like, but that also means he was boasting about what he did, too. Because mm, yeah, nobody else yeah. was counting for him. Unless, unless, um, they went afterwards and counted all the bodies. What, did his spear mark leave a fucking specific mark that others wouldn't Maybe. show? Maybe. You're supposed to remember every face that you killed yeah. with 300 people dead? Maybe. Or more? You don't know. Abishai was the most famous of the 30. He was mm. as famous as the three. Okay, yeah. And was their commander, though he was not one of the three. Why? Didn't say. Because he was, I don't understand. Like, he's as good as them. He killed 300 people with a spear. Just like, just the, like the leader of That's the three. That's what I said. Why Why isn't he one of the three? Right. It doesn't, maybe, maybe it should have been the four. Right. But they needed a leader for the 30. Yeah. So he's like, I'll, I'll skip being in the three, and I'll go be part of the 30. Yeah. And I'll, I'll as take, long as I'll I get take to, on this. Yeah. He's like, I will step down so that um, there could be three, because three is better than four. It's a nice number. But with the caveat that I get to lead right. the 30. Right. And maybe also, maybe he only actually killed 200 people, but he's like, in the book, though. You got to write uh, You got to write 300, though. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I'll do this, but, you know, yeah. since I don't get to be part of the, the three or four or whatever, yeah. I killed 300 people. And make sure that I'm as famous as the three. Right, yes. Like, my name needs to go down I'm with I'm, like, them. right there with you guys, okay? Right. Yeah. Deal? Yeah. All right. I agree. Do you agree? I agree. Okay, that's what happened. Yeah. There was also Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, a valiant warrior from Kabzeel. We already read about these. Doesn't I know. Well, that's, I hate and That's it. why I'm having fun with it, because I'm like, whatever. I already he, know this shit. He did many heroic deeds, which included killing two champions of Moab. Yeah. What's a champion? A good fighter. Okay. A good fighter guy. Is it like their 30? Yeah. Okay. It's their three. Their three? Yeah. Okay. Another time, on a snowy day, he chased a lion down into a pit and Those killed it. pesky fucking lions. I hate when lions Man. chase me and stuff. Right? But it's sad that he chased it into a pit and killed it. Right. Like, 
Leave the lion why did alone. You, yeah, why were you chasing around a fucking lion? Once, armed only with a club, he killed an Egyptian warrior who was seven feet tall. Jeez. And who was armed with a spear as thick as a weaver's beam. <laughs> remember the weaver's beam? The weaver's, yeah, we had to yeah. look that up. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Benaya wrenched the spear from the Egyptian's hand and killed him with it. Oh, man. I forgot about that. Yeah. I remember it now, though. Right. Deeds like these made Benaya as famous as the three mightiest warriors. Oh my gosh, there's another famous person. Mm, mm-hmm. But mm. he was not quite as good enough to be the leader of the 30. Yeah. He's like, I wish I could be a three. But he's close. He's right up there. He was it like... Was, it was going to be five, and then they were like, well, we can't have five. got to have three. Yeah. So, so you guys got to go do so other things. Yeah. And, and you're still going to get a mention, man. You're getting a shout out. But you are not as but good you're not as... part of the three. Yeah. And you're not as good as the one who's going to lead the 30. Right. But you're not just, like, in the mix with the 30. Right. You get your own mention, man. Yeah, you're special, 30. You're special. He was more honored than the other members of the 30, (laughs) though he was not one of the three. Mm Mm-hmm. And David made him captain of his bodyguard. Oh, okay. That's what happened. Right, right. David's mighty warriors also included... Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Here we go. Ready? Yep. Asahel, Joab's brother... El Hanan, son of Dodo from Bethlehem, Shema from Herod, Helez from Palan, Ira, son of Ikish from Tekoa, Abizar from Anathoth, Sibikai from Husha, Zalman from Ahoa, Maharai from Netepha, Helid, son of Bana from Notepha, Ithai, son of Rabbi from Gibeah, in the land of Benjamin. <laughs> Benaiah from Pirathon. Pirathon. Mm-hmm. Harai from near Nahal Gosh. Yeah. Not, not near from Nahal there, Gosh. just from near there. Near. Okay, okay. Abai Albon from Araba. Aruba, Jamaica. Come on, I want to take you. <laughs> Um, Asmaveth from Bahiram, mm-hmm. Eliabah from Shalban, the sons of Joshin from Gizon. Yeah, those guys. Jonathan, son of Shaggy from Harar. <laughs> son uh, of Shaggy? Sure as fuck I is. love it. Yep. Ahiam, son of Sharar from Harar. Sharar from Harar. Yeah. Eliphal, son of Yur. Hephir from Makira. Ahia from Palan, Hezro from Carmel, Parai son of Ezbi, Joel the brother of Nathan, Mibhar son of Hagri, Zelek from Amon, oh my God, Naharai from Beeroth, the armor bearer of Joab son of Zariah, mm-hmm. Ira from Jatir, Garib from Jatir, Uriah the Hittite, Hittite. Sorry. Sorry. Zabad, son of Ali. Adina, son of Shiza. Shiza. <laughs> the Reubenite leader who had 30 men with him. Hanan, son of Makkah. Joshaphat from Mithna. Uzziah from Ashtaroth. Good God. Shema and Jeel, the sons of Hatham from Uror. <laughs> Jadil, son of Shimri. Joah, his brother from Tiz, Alil from Mahava, Jerabai and Joshaviah, the sons of Elnam, 
Ithma from Moab, Elil and Obed, and Giselle from Zoba. The end. Basically, the list of people that they don't really give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Here, we're going to list them off, but they're the ones that aren't that important. Yeah. You could have said there was the three, and then there was the leader of the 30, and then there was the one who wasn't quite as good as the leader of the right, 30. Right, right. So he became the the bodyguard, and then there was the other 20-some-odd. Yeah, who came from various places in the land. Yeah. You know? Like, Just leave it at that, And we'll man. write it down, but not here. Right. We don't need to know all their fucking names. Yeah. And yeah. nobody nobody needs to know all their names. No. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. But, okay. I mean, at least, at least there's some story. There was some story. You know, there's also some names, mm-hmm. but story. But this guy, this writer guy, mm-hmm. likes to list names a lot. Well, that's why he's called the Chronicler. Yeah. I'm not I'm not all about chronicling names. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's just... We already chronicled this shit. Right. So why do we got to chronicle it again? Well, he's, I feel like you're over-chronicling. He's a historian, and he didn't know this that what he was writing was going to be paired up in the same book eventually with the other stuff. I feel like they've had like three, four thousand years to like edit this shit out. I agree. I'm just saying like this could have been so much better, you know? Yeah. And they, they used to rewrite the Bible all the time back then. Why can't we just rewrite it? Well, hell, they still rewrite it. Yeah. There's all kinds of fucking versions of the Bible out there. Mm -hmm. And this new translations. Why can't we just edit some of this bullshit out? I would edit some of this bullshit Right? Out. Mm-hmm. And we're planning on it. Yeah. Like, as soon as you ever get started on it. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> Just in case we haven't mentioned it before, I think we probably did. But we're planning on re- um, writing a sacrilegious Bible. Yeah. Sacrilegious discourse Bible. Yeah. It's not a sacrilegious Bible. It's the Bible as written by sacrilegious discourse. <laughs> right. Wife right. and husband. We're going to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to release it book by book. Yeah. So... And there'll be F-bombs Someday. Someday we're going to have a self-pub, mm-hmm. you know, bible thing out there. A bible thing. bible thing. Oh, my God. That's probably what we're going to call it, too. <laughs> the Sacrilegious Discourses bible thing. thing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I think it should, instead of saying Bible, it should say bible thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cool, cool, cool. All right, guys. That was First Chronicles chapter 11. And tomorrow we will be back with... First Chronicles chapter 12. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, a big old recap. And like <laughs> David took the city of Jebus. Yeah. And, uh, and Zion. The th- we talked about the three. Who were the five? Who were the three? Mm-hmm. And the 30. And the 30. His yeah. mighty 30. Yeah. Three, five, and 30. Yeah. Um, And then we listed all the 30. Boy, did we. <laughs> and how. That was not my favorite part about the uh, the episode yesterday. That was my least favorite part. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that was First Chronicles chapter 11. Sure as fuck was. And today we're getting into... First Chronicles chapter 12. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. <laughs> Okay, First Chronicles chapter 12. All right. I'm very excited. More David stuff. <laughs> you sound really excited. <laughs> well, this repeat of shit is 
not my favorite. No, nor is it my favorite. No, and it's just more about David that right. we already... I already did that! I know, right? Okay. <laughs> Gird your loins. Hold on to your butts. Okay. The following men joined David at Ziklag while he was hiding from Saul, son of Kish. Okay. They were among the warriors who fought beside David in battle. All of them were expert archers. Great. Naturally. That's awesome. Were they as good as Katniss Everdeen? I doubt it. And I they feel could... like we've used that before, though. Have we? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. just saying. Just saying. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe I used it the first time they said it in I mean, the fucking David chapters early on. We're nearly to 450 episodes, so, like, yeah. I mean, the chances of us reusing material is probably pretty strong. That's true. So... They could shoot arrows or sling stones with their left hand as well as with their right. What? Damn, they're amazing. Those ambidextrous fuckers. Right? Damn. They were all relatives of Saul from the tribe of Benjamin. Mm, okay. Their leader was Ahiazir, son of Shema from Gibeah. Great. His brother Joash was second in command. I remember Joash. I do too. These were the other warriors, Jezeel and Pellet, sons of Asmavazeth, Barakah, Jehu from Anathoth, Ishmaeah from Gibeon, a famous warrior and leader among the 30. Oh, well, but not as famous as the five Mm-mm. that they mentioned Mm-mm. the other day. Nope. nope. Jeremiah, Jeaziel, Johanan, and Josabad from Gadara. Okay. Eluzai. Wait, I have to ask because they're they're naming somebody that was a famous warrior among the thirty. Uh-huh. Are we doubling up like naming some of the same fucking people again in like the very next step like chapter? Yeah. yeah. I can't keep track of who we're naming, but it, but feels, it feels like, like yeah. what? Yeah. I think so. Eluzai, Jeremoth, Beliah, Shemariah, and Shephatiah from Haruf. Elkanah, Ishiah, Azarel, Joezer, and Joshabim, who were Korahites. Yeah, they were, I guess. Joella and Zebediah, sons of Joroham from Gedor. Yeah. Some brave and experienced warriors from the tribe of Gad also defected to David while he was at the stronghold in the wilderness. Mm, okay. They were expert with both shield and and spear well it would really suck to just be an expert at shield Mm. so it's probably Mm. good that they have the the spear too but guess what what they were as fierce as lions and as swift as deer on the fucking mountains i think boom i think they're lying i bet they are i don't think they could beat a deer in a foot race no i don't think think they're lying yeah ezer was their leader obadiah was second eliab was third Mishmanah was fourth, Jeremiah was fifth, Atai was sixth, Aleel was seventh. Oh my god. Elamid was eighth, Elzabad was ninth, Jeremiah was tenth. Holy fuck. This This is is painful. Machbani was eleventh. Okay? Yeah, great. Okay. These warriors from Gad were army motherfucking commanders. Wow, that's great. Even the weakest among them could take on a hundred regular troops. Yeah. And the strongest, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. ready for this? Ready. Could take on a thousand. That's more than, wait, that's, 
Then yeah, what's no. so special about the 300 that the other guy killed in the battle? Exactly. That makes it sound like exactly. chump change. Yeah. I don't. I'm not buying this because they're this not is lies. right. They're like, wait. 300 he killed 300 in one battle mm-hmm. and then they're like but these guys can take on a thousand and they're less than those guys but yeah. what which one is it though because um, you're kind of just making up fishtails here just, that just keep getting fucking larger yeah they're just throwing numbers at us right they didn't expect us to pay attention oh right i forgot it. that that part is where they fucked up yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. These were the men who crossed the Jordan River during its seasonal flooding at the beginning of the year and drove out all the people living in the lowlands on both the east and the west banks. Mm. They were like, get ye out. Ye do not live here anymore. Right. I love land and this one is mine. Right. Others from Benjamin and Judah came to David at the stronghold. David went out to meet them and said, if you have come in peace to help me, we are friends. But if you have fucking come to betray me to my enemies, you assholes, when I am innocent, then may God of our ancestors see it and punish you bitches. Mm -hmm. Then the spirit came upon Amasai, the leader of the 30, and he said, we are yours, David. We are on your side, son of Jesse. Peace and prosperity be with you and success to all who help you. For your God is the one who helps you. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Delicious. Slurp. <laughs> so David let them join him and he made them officers over his troops. So he, he just took in these people who, quote unquote, defected. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's like, you're automatically in charge. Yep. That seems like, I mean, Not fair. look, I, I get it, like, they're good warriors maybe, right? Okay, so that's awesome. But, like, wouldn't you take somebody that had been with you the whole time and be like, yes. look, I understand you're really good, but you're going to need to, like, Work stay up the ranks. in the ranks yeah. for a bit before we promote you because I'm trusting you with my entire army, so, like, yeah. I need to know that you're not going to read effect. Yeah. Maybe you're a I mean, double spy. Right. But... It, you know, they were really stupid back then. Maybe they didn't know about double spies. That's yeah, there that, that could know? be that. And they they had a lot of a lot of fucking faith in God sometimes like David yeah. did, you know, like he's yeah. like may God strike you dead if, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, blah 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 blah. Like, no, that's not going to happen, but okay. Right? Some men from Manasseh defected from the Israelite army and joined David when he set out with the Philistines to fight against Saul. Mm. But as it turned out, the Philistine rulers refused to let David and his men go with them. I remember that. After much discussion, they sent them back, for they said, It will cost us our fucking heads if David switches loyalties to Saul and turns against us. Right. Mm. And I don't blame him because he was secretly killing Philistines, yeah. you know, yeah. on the side. So Yes, he was. <laughs> Here is a list of the... M- Do we have to? I, we have to. Here is a list of men from Manasseh who defected to David as he was returning to Ziklag. Joy. Adna, Josabad, Jadil, Michael, Josabad, Elihu, and Zilathai. That wasn't that bad. No, that wasn't that bad at all. Each commanded 1,000 troops from the tribe of Manasseh. Okay. All right, whatever. Yeah. They helped David chase down bands of raiders, for they were all brave and able warriors who became commanders in his army. They were brave and able. Able and brave. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Multifaceted. You can be, you can be brave and not be very able. 
True, right? right. And you can also be, like, really able, but so fucking stupid and right. not brave at all. Right, right. Yeah. So, to be both, that's great. Yeah, it's better than not being both. <laughs> <laughs> that's like what I say, um, I am good with words not. Right, yes. <laughs> Day after day, more men joined David until he had a great army, like the army of God. Just like okay. it. Okay. Okay. So, the army of God is like David's army? Mm-hmm. Is David's army actually the army of God? No, or it's just like it, though. Like it. It's okay. just like it. Then what battles have the army of God fought in? It's not listed here. Okay. Maybe I don't, I don't know in, that they've ever listed any battles that the army of God fought in. Maybe it's in maybe. one of those missing scrolls. Oh, okay. That's yeah. probably what it is. Yeah. But apparently David's army is almost like it. Right. I I mean, basically what I've seen is just God, like, you know, farting on the enemies and, like, you know, making them be weak and shit. What from I like have noxious seen, fumes or something. What I have seen is that there's no such thing as God. Right, right. And that Sorry, yeah, I meant to say that's what so, I read, what we read. Yeah. Sounded more like he farted on people. Well, these Just people saying. are stupid. Oh, I agree. I agree. They're 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 childish. there's two things there's two things going on here. These people were like so desperate to attribute wins and losses to reasons, right? Mm-hmm. And so they attribute them to gods or lack of gods or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Curses. Yeah. And then there's the um, wonderful rewriting that happens after the fact yeah. to make it all work. Yeah. Right. And they were simple as well. Yeah. And and not only are they trying to rewrite it to make it work, they have to write it more than one time mm-hmm. in the same fucking book to make sure that they get it exactly right. Or, like, well, you know okay, how sometimes... No, what you're saying here is not true or fair. Okay. They were not writing a book. Right, right. And they were not rewriting another chapter of a book. All right, that's fair. You're You're right there. But at the same time... There are multiple people writing sections of what is now the Bible, mm-hmm. and they are, like, fighting over who can make David the greatest. Right. And I agree with I'm you I'm like, that. okay, guys, this is really just a shit show at this point, because do you know how many things you fucked up within writing, like, while writing this thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's true. It's, like, it's piling up. Yeah. Okay? He's he's just a dude. Right. Whatever. These are the numbers of armed warriors who joined David at Hebron. They were all eager to see David become king instead of Saul, just as the Lord had promised. Mm -hmm. From the tribe of Judah, there were 6,800 warriors armed with shields and spears. From the tribe of Simon, there were 7,100 brave warriors. From the tribe of Levi, there were only 4,600 warriors. I mean, they were the priests, so... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This included Jehoiada, leader of the family of Aaron, who had 3,700 under his command. Mm, wait, what? They said that... Leader oh, of the they family of Aaron. Fun. Okay, okay, I got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, This also included Zadok, a brave young warrior with 22 members of his family who were all officers, I will have you know. <laughs> From the tribe of Benjamin, Saul's relatives, there were 3,000 warriors. Mm-hmm. Damn, okay. Saul's warriors, I mean, Saul's relatives were... They're like, fuck Saul. Fuck Saul. We're related, but not by choice. Right. Most of the men from Benjamin had remained loyal to Saul until this time. From the tribe of Ephraim, there were 20,800 brave warriors. Damn. Right? 
each highly respected in his own clan. Mm-hmm. From the half-tribe of Manasseh west of the Jordan, yep. 18,000 men were designated by name to wow. help David become king. Wow. Holy moly. From the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. Mm. All these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. They were like, we are blowing with the wind and it is not looking good this way, so we shall go that way. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to choose a side, don't you choose the guy that's that's Mm -hmm. killed the tens of thousands and not the thousands? That's just good math. Right. That's good, solid math. Yeah. I don't think this has anything to do with what's good for Israel or anything. No, no. It has to do with the fact that David apparently is a good leader. Mm-hmm. And he is able to kill a lot of people. Yeah. So. I mean, dude killed a giant for fuck's sake. <laughs> From the tribe of Zebulon, there were 50,000 skilled warriors. They were fully armed and prepared for battle and completely loyal to David. That's great. Mm-hmm. For David. Slurp. From the tribe of Naphtali, there were 1,000 officers and 37,000 warriors armed with shields and spears. Wow. From the tribe of Dan, there were 28,600 warriors. That's a lot for Dan. All prepared for battle. Dan brought it. Yeah, they're like, yeah, he did. They're there. Like, because they were a small tribe. They were a small tribe. You know? Yep. I'm just saying. Dan, Dan did their part there. Good on you, Dan. Right? From the tribe of Asher, there were 40,000 trained warriors, all prepared for battle. Mm, okay. From the east side of the Jordan River, where the tribes... Oh, shout out to Eastside Gang! East side. What? Where the tribes of Reuben and Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh lived, there were 120,000 troops armed with every kind of weapon. Every kind. Even pots and pans. <laughs> I mean, from what I have seen... They just picked up sticks. Like in the movie Tangled, a frying pan is the best weapon. Right, right. Yeah, those work out also, really, those work really well. Raiders of the Lost Ark, frying pan... Just telling you. But if you're going to use a stick to battle, don't pick it up on a Sunday, for God's sakes. Right. Because it might be the wrong kind on the wrong day. And it's the wrong day. It's the wrong day. Yeah. Just Remember the guy that died on, you know, the Sabbath for... Aaron's son. No, they lit the fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, There's yeah. There's another guy that died on the Sabbath for picking up sticks. I'm sorry. It's also arbitrary and stupid. It's right. hard to keep straight. Yeah. All these men came in battle array to Hebron with the single purpose of making David the king over all Israel. Mm-hmm. In fact, everyone in Israel agreed that David should be their king. I bet Saul did not agree. I don't think he agreed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he disagreed. Right, right. Right. They feasted and drank with David for three days, for preparations had been made by their relatives for their arrival. Yeah. So they partied? I guess. They got together and partied. I mean, why not? They got lots of people to fight for them, and they got a good leader, and they're like, we're going we're gonna to win. It just seems like a poor use of resources, from time to money and food and... Right, right. Energy. Yeah. I don't clean, disagree entirely. Clean underwear. But, you know, get their spirits up before they go into battle, you know? Sure, sure, sure. And people from as far away as Issachar, Zebulon, and Naphtali brought food on donkeys, camels, mules, and oxen. Mm. Vast supplies of flour, fig cakes, clusters of raisins, wine, olive oil, cattle, sheep, and goats were brought to the celebration. Wow, they had a big old feast. They did not bring ducks. I mean, yeah, I guess they didn't. 
There was great joy throughout the land of Israel. The end. Right. Yeah, except for Saul. Right. Saul was not joyous either. He was not. He was not, not on board and he was not joyous. Yeah. He disagreed it. and he lacked joy. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was not all about this. No, he was not. No. But David's guys were. David's guys were all on board apparently. They were throwing the biggest like, barley party you ever heard. We're having a good old time out here and then we're going to go kill Saul. We are going to gorge ourselves crazy fat, and then we're going to wake up from our drunken, slobbery stupor, and we are going to go kill some fuckers. But they never killed Saul. No. It was the other tribe. I said kill whatever. some fuckers. Fuckers, yeah. 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 They probably did kill some fuckers. I think they probably did. Yeah. But they didn't kill Saul. No. 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 In fact, David, like, killed the messenger. Well, depending on which version you right, read. Right, David killed the messenger that came and told him that they killed Saul. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, there was that recap. Yay! That was uh, First Chronicles chapter 12. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we will be back with... First Chronicles chapter 13. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, we were recounting who all backed David in his, uh, you know, battles and shit. Everybody loves David! And there were some ambidextrous people. They were able to use both hands, that is correct. Yeah. And they were so impressed with that fact. They really were. And they killed thousands and thousands and thousands of men. Yeah, they exaggerated a bit. Remember, they were like, so they were much. like, each person can kill a thousand, and we're like, well, wait, the other people that were the best, they only killed three hundred. Yeah, and we're like, what's going on here? Yeah, and they're like, we don't know. We're the Bible. They were telling big dick stories, right? Yeah. yeah. So that happened. That was First uh, Chronicles chapter twelve. Sure as fuck was. And today we're getting into First Chronicles chapter thirteen. Let's go read it. Let's. <laughs> Okay, First Chronicles chapter 13. Okay. We're still with David. We're still with David. Okay. Got it. David consulted with all his officials, including the generals and captains of his army. Because they, yeah, they are they some might of his officials. They question whether they were part of the all or not. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Then he addressed the entire assembly of Israel as follows. Okay. Okay. Yep. If you approve... And it is the will of the Lord our God. Let us send messages to all the Israelites throughout the land, including the priests and Levites in their towns and pasture lands. Let us invite them to come and join us. It is time to bring back the ark of our God. Bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. yeah. For we neglected it during the reign of Saul. Sure did. The whole assembly agreed to this, for the people could see it was the right thing to do. Yeah, of course. So that's what they did. Yeah, let's go get that ark. Gotta go get it. I mean, that's important shit. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go right now. We don't know where it is now. Right. But it was important shit. It was important shit. Yeah. Had the box with the book. Yeah. So David summoned all Israel from the Shihor Brook of Egypt in the south, all the way to the town of Lebo Hamath in the north, to join in bringing the Ark of God from Kariath Jerem. Okay. Then David and all Israel went to Baalah of Judah, also called Kariath Jerem, to bring back the Ark of God. 
which bears the name of the Lord who is enthralled between the cherubim. Mm, yeah. You know, that guy. So he's sitting right there. He's he, sitting right there. Can't see him? Yeah. He's Come God on, of the land. It's God right there. He's God of that little yeah. plot of land. And now we don't know where the fuck God sits because we can't find the fucking thing. Oh, we lost his throne. And maybe it's melt, melted down. We don't know. I'm pretty sure it's melted down. Right. But then did they melt God? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what happens to the idols. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They placed the Ark of God on a new cart and brought it from Abinadab's house. Uzzah and Ahio were guiding the cart. Yeah. Do you remember don't, what don't, happens here? Don't try to catch it when it oof, falls. Oof, oof. David and all Israel were celebrating before God with all their might, singing songs and playing all kinds of musical instruments. The question begs to be asked, was he dancing naked? Lyres, harps, tambourines, cymbals, and trumpets. But not the saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> But when they arrived at the threshing floor of Nacon, boy, we know what happens on yeah, those threshing right? floors. Yeah. The oxen stumbled. Oh, oh don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it, Uzzah. Don't do it, Uzzah. Yeah, oh. no. Did he do it? Oh, Uzzah reached out his hand Damn to steady it. the ark. Oh, He should have learned from the last time. <laughs> <laughs> this tragedy. <laughs> then the Lord's anger, because, you know, God hates it when you try to help. Right? Yeah, why would you want to help? His anger was aroused, <laughs> aroused, <laughs> amongst against Uzzah. But why? I still don't understand. I, I want to know why. How dare you touch me? Next time, <laughs> let me fall, bitch. <laughs> and he struck him dead because he had laid his hand on the ark. Oh, poor Uzzah. Right? He was just trying to help. The people built this fucking thing, the ark. Mm -hmm. Right? It was yeah. built. There was a whole fucking half a book about this shit. Yeah. And and now somebody tries to stop it from falling over and he dies. Yeah. Somebody literally built this thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're telling he's me they like, didn't touch it? He's like, thank you very much. Now go away. <sighs> Wait, come back. I have a screw loose over here. You need yeah, to right? tighten me up. Right. Okay, move. Go away. Yeah. So Uzzah died there in the presence of God because mm -hmm. God's a dick. Yeah, he is. David was angry because the Lord's anger had burst out against Uzzah. Yeah. He named that place Perez Uzzah, which means to burst out against Uzzah, as it is still called today. Yeah, okay. I don't know I'm if it is. I'm curious if that's true, actually. I don't know if it's still called that, but I like, hope it is. I'd be like, this is where God was a dick, right yep, here. right here on I wanna, this spot. I want to go visit. That's like one of my top spots. If we're yeah. going to go visit biblical spots, I want to find the place where God was specifically God was a, a murdery fuck. He was a dick right here. Right here. I'm standing in the place where God was a dick. Yep, yep. You know? I, I want to be able to say that. I would like to say and that And take as a nice well. picture with me smiling. Maybe, yeah. you know, you and me smiling. Like, yeah. Hey, God was a dick. Yeah, God was a murdery fuck here. <laughs> yep. David was now afraid of God, and he asked, how can I ever bring the Ark of God back into my care? Yeah. He's like, God was a dick. Oh, shit. I was mad yeah, at him. Don't say that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I called him a dick, and right? now, yeah. even though he was a dick, I'm scared of being in trouble. Right. I mean, Ooh. he just died for, like, just touching the fucking Ark. Yeah. So... So David did not move the ark into the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed-Edom of Gath. I feel like, you know, was God for this move or did God want to go to, you know, the city of David? I have because no idea. Because I feel like they didn't consult God in this mm -hmm. change of plans. They didn't. And they're just like, dude, this fucking thing killed one of my buddies. Yeah. And we're putting it over here for a while because mm -hmm. I don't know what's up with this thing, but yeah. no. Yeah. And then... 
but they didn't consult God. No. So wouldn't God be like pissed off that they didn't take it to where he was supposed to go? You would think that God would be mad that they didn't consult him. I would think that, yeah. yeah. But who knows? He's a capricious, fickle son of a bitch. Right. The Ark of God remained there in Obed-Adam's house for three months. And the Lord blessed the house of Obed-Adam and everything he owned. The end. Yeah. That That, that, that did happen. Yeah. I mean, according to the Bible. Yeah. I remember that. And I, I do remember saying that, you know, if I was that guy, I'd be like, just, you know, you can leave it here. We're mm-hmm. good, you know. Because he blessed them a lot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They had lots but of blessings. I think it was just, you know, potluck. He just it got lucky luck. while he had the fucking three months with the ark. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then the dude died probably because he fell down and hit his head on a rock or something. Right. I'm just saying. Probably. Like, you know? <laughs> probably when the oxen stumbled, the guy stumbled too. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like. Yeah. Whatever. Either that or they were idiots and they put, like, fucking uranium in the goddamn ark or oh, something. Oh, shit. I'm just saying. Like, maybe that's... Maybe it was fucking radioactive, you know? Oh, there was a story. Oh, it was um, it was a post-apocalyptic story. So, I want to say it was, like, a last Babylon or something like that. Yeah. Um, But it's, like, after, you know, nuclear blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? Right. Wipes out a lot of the cities and the people are trying to gather back together and... Um, then they find fresh water and they're all so happy, but, um, then they're drinking the water and some of them are getting sick and they realize it's radiation poisoning and they, yeah, they find out, oh shit, it's from the water. And then they find out it was from stuff that was buried in the water, treasure Mm. that was buried in the water. I see. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That, I don't know why I just thought of that. You said radiation poisoning. Yeah, so like if the world ever ends... What we're doing is we're boiling every bit of water we ever have, and we're doing, like, that thing where, like... The Geiger the, counter? No, where, like, the water, like, has to rise up and then dissipate back down. Oh, okay. You know, so, like, that that's a purif- way you purify... That's one way you purify water. Oh. Should we be so, doing that now anyway, because all of our water is shit? No, whatever. Oh, we'll just okay. drink the poison, you know? Drink the poison? It's not, it's not t- terrible, terrible poison. It's just only sort of bad poison. Okay. You know? I just wondered, because... Like, a lot of people say that um, Dasani is bad, but it tastes good to me. <laughs> I'm just well, saying. Well, I think it's more bad for what they're doing as far as, like, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly what the bad things they do are, so I don't want to say the wrong thing. Right. But, like, I know they have some bad practices as far as a business go. Oh, okay. I think those are the things that people are concerned about. I should really look more into it. But I thought that There's people, so many things to rail against that I can't keep up with them all. I thought that they were saying that they put shit in the water. They probably do. I mean, who knows? But it's a corporation, right? Does it save them money? Does it make them more profits? Then they probably do it. I'm just saying it tastes good to me. So I know one of them I'm bottle fucking like, water from Lake Superior and call it fucking, you know... <laughs> Purified water. Glacier purified or whatever. Like, we could go up there and just fucking dip cups in the goddamn lake and, you know. Yeah, if we don't want to get hit by the FDA or whatever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. We're not making water, so. No, we're not making uh, water. Anyway, that was First Chronicles chapter 13. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we're going to not talk about water and we'll be back with. First Chronicles chapter 14. And you don't know, we might talk about water. All right, we might talk about water. I don't know. You just don't know what the future holds. We'll see you guys then, though. Yep, bye. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, One of my least favorite stories, but also at the same time, 
it's it just shows the ridiculousness. Like he killed God killed a dude that tried to stop the ark from falling over on the fucking ground. Yeah, Uza. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what, what, in it doesn't the make fuck any sense. Is going yeah. on there? Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. Well, I, he wasn't supposed to touch it. He I, was just supposed to let it crash. I didn't get a, much of a response on Twitter from it, but I, I thought it was really funny. I, I posted um, today on Twitter, um, justice for Uza. Hashtag justice. Hashtag justice for Uza. Yeah. And like one person liked it. I'm well, like, come on, guys. That was pretty good, though. Was, I, I thought I think, it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, justice for Uza, right? Yeah, I'm sorry for him. He was just trying to help. I know. But God was like, don't. Yep, pretty and much. I'm like, I guess you should have just let that shit crumble where it fell. Right. And right. then get in trouble for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was when there's David shit, too. Yeah, whatever, David, you know, whatever. Blah, blah, stuff. blah. Yeah, We've already right. read all this. We did it already, yeah. Yeah. So that was First Chronicles chapter 13. Sure as fuck was. And today we're getting into... First Chronicles chapter 14. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so First Chronicles chapter fourteen. Here we go. Okay. Then. <laughs> then. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, it's just it starts that way so often because of the way it's like, broken up. I I can't even because I've I've made fun of it so many times. I know. And now when they just say it, I'm like. I've, I've run out of material. You guys, you guys did it one too many times, so I'm stuck. I'm done. The next day, right? then, <laughs> King Hiram of Tyr sent messengers to David along with cedar timber and stonemasons and carpenters mm. to build that bitch a palace. Yeah. And David yeah. realized that the Lord had confirmed him as king over Israel and had greatly blessed his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. Mm. Nice. Okay. Which time was this that he was made king? Because I recall earlier mm. on he was made king like three fucking times. Yeah. One was the sacred drawing of lots. One was when he was there on the farm with um, Saul. Yeah. Well, well it was no, when... it was with Samuel. Or not Samuel. No, it was, it was with, uh... Saul when Saul had a headache. I, I, there was the prophet that made him, the, I think it was Nathan or something like that. Oh. That made him a prophet the first time. Okay. And then there was the third time where he actually got made king some other way. But I thought that um one of the times was he played his harp for Dave or for Saul because Saul had a headache. I mean that was one of the times he was soothing Saul, but that wasn't when he was made king. Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. So I can't be held responsible. <laughs> it's all stupid, so who cares? Right, right. Okay, then David <laughs> married more wives in Jerusalem. Yeah, because that was allowed mm-hmm. then. And and they had more sons and daughters. Mm -hmm. These are the names of David's sons who were born in Jerusalem. Don't care. Shamua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, Elishua, Elpet... What? (laughs) Elpalet, Noga, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Eliada, and Eliphalet. Okay. Did you get all that? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I'm mean, I, I got, I got that there were words there. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm, there's nothing to apologize. You got, we got to read it. You got to read it. So there's nothing to apologize for. I just, I don't know the pronunciations. They're just all unfamiliar to me. I mean, can you imagine how often we would do an episode if we had to um, research all the pronunciations in the Bible? Oh my god. We'd only be doing this like maybe once a week. If that. Maybe. 
if that, because I and that would just be that it. would just be studying the fucking pronunciations. Yeah, and I'm not here for all that. I'm just right? trying to get through the Bible. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry right, right. to anybody who is. Um, I'm not sorry. No, We're I'm sorry. We're getting through this shit, and it doesn't really fucking matter anyway. No, but I'm sorry to anybody who is under the mistaken impression that I am doing a scholarly or academic dive into hey, this. Hey, that's their own damn fault. Cause we say it right <laughs> up front. We are not no. doing that. No, I'm just trying to read this shit. And, right. And, and, shit. and, and react, because, you know, we want to. Yeah. I mean, it, it. this is the first time we've ever heard this shit. Well, so, well, no, this is the second time we've heard this shit. This is the second shit. time we've heard this shit. <laughs> but you mean the Bible in right. particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all of Israel, they mobilized all their forces to capture him. They, were, they like, were just what? friends with him, like, just recently. Mm-hmm. Like, Who that cares? seems so weird. They didn't like it. Right. But David was told that they were coming, so he marched out to meet him. He's like, I'm going to tell them a thing. Yeah. The Philistines arrived and made a raid in the Valley of Rephaim. So David asked God, should I go out to fight the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? And the re- Lord replied, yeah, go ahead. I'll hand them over to you. Yeah, there you go. So David and his troops went on up to baal Perazim and defeated the Philistines there. Yeah, because God said. God did it! David exclaimed. I mean. He used me to burst through my enemies like a raging flood. Mm. So they named that place Baal Perazim, which means the Lord who bursts through. Because mm. remember, Baal means Lord or Master. But you know, right, I was going to say it could also mean, like, the Lord is in King David that bursts through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not necessarily named after God. And right. And I'm just saying that because there's so much confusion about who was worshiping which God and when and how. Right. So, like, maybe it wasn't named after God. Maybe it was named after David. Right. Like... The Lord, being David, burst through. Right, right. The Philistines had abandoned their gods there, so David gave orders to burn them. Kind of like how um, in Supernatural, David, or Dean and Sam (laughs) have to burn all the bodies. Is that what it's like? Yeah. Okay. Because you got to burn all that shit. Yeah. You know, they got to burn the bodies. Right. No, so you don't, they don't come, they they don't want to be ghosts. Yeah. It's important shit. Right? Right. Yeah. But after a while... The Philistines returned and raided the valley again. Mm. They didn't learn. Those dummies. And once again, David asked God what to do. Do not attack them straight on, God replied. Mm. I'm going to teach you to be a wily fuck. Yeah. Ready? But why do you need to be be wily when you have God on your side? Yeah. Shouldn't he just be able to be like, we're just just going to go right in and kill them? Yeah. Why? Why? Instead, continued God, God... On God, <laughs> circle around behind and attack them near those poplar trees. Yeah. When you hear a sound like marching feet in the tops of the poplar trees, go out and attack. That will be the signal that God is moving ahead of you to strike down the Philistine army. Mm. Why we got to do all this subterfuge, God? I'm thinking it was his military advisor, not God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I think too. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Look. This when is my, hear, my working theory. When you all. hear the bird call that I <laughs> right, send you, right. that's the signal. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So David did what God commanded, and they struck down the Philistine army all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. So David's fame spread everywhere, and the Lord caused all the nations to fear David. The end. Do you think the town of Gezer was like a retirement home? Old Gezer's? I mean, I'm just curious, because like, where do we get the, you know, where did Gezer come from, you know? 
Because, um, like, old people are, you know, references to geezers, right? our geezer so. is spelled differently from the biblical geezer. No, well, that's a shame. Yeah. I was kind of hoping there's some story behind that. I think you are... I'm stretching here? Stretching. Yeah. I mean, just... just but say. let me ask you this. It says, David's fame spread everywhere, and the Lord caused all the nations to fear David. Yeah. Don't you think that maybe David caused all the nations to fear David? Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Well, and again, it's very localized, this fear, because mm-hmm. we've talked about this before. There's not fear in the Americas from, from him. There's not fear right. in South Africa of him. Right. There's not fear in, in fucking East Asia of him. Right. I mean, it's very fucking localized. Right. So, it, it uh, this God is just not all-powerful. It's just not all-powerful. Like, there's literally a circle on the map that you can count everything that happened in the fucking Bible. Yeah. And exactly. That just does not strike me as all powerful. It strikes me as a localized fucking story that got out of hand. It certainly did get out of hand. Then it's way out of hand. So out of hand. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, this was a short chapter. It sure as fuck was. So that was uh First Chronicles chapter fourteen. Indeed. And tomorrow we're gonna be back with First Chronicles chapter fifteen. All right, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? More David. David, David, David. Right? David's the best. Yeah, except for God was telling him to do something in a roundabout way because God apparently wasn't strong enough to, like, you know, just take on the people straight on. Mm -hmm. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, whatever, you're supposed to be God, you motherfucker. Right? But David's awesome. Something like that. He had a billion wives. <laughs> and he danced naked. And a thousand babies. Yeah. I would pay good money to see David dancing naked. You, would you? I really would. Because yeah. he would have been bouncing that ding dong up and down. <laughs> and I just think that is the funniest shit. I want to see him wagging that ding dong for God. You know, today they would have taken him straight to fucking jail. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Because that's just crazy shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. sorry right, sorry. right, right. Okay, so that was First Chronicles chapter fourteen. It was. And today we're going to be reading First Chronicles chapter fifteen. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, First Chronicles chapter fifteen. Okay. We're going to read more about David. Are we? Yep. Okay. David now built several buildings for himself in the city of David. Well, that's nice. I want to build some buildings for myself. In the city of husband? In the city of husband, yeah. <laughs> he also... To per- be coming, so- coming soon. Coming soon. To a, to a plot of land near you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you know I never heard the word plat until I moved to Ohio? Yeah. You told me that before. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, and I'm just used to it here, so. Well, we just, also have drive throughs which is, like, foreign to most people, I think. I think we've talked about this before. Not drive throughs like McDonald's drive through but, like, you go get your beer and alcohol from them. Or, you know, like beer and liquor Like, your from convenience store drive through Yeah. Is what you mean to say. But it's yeah. not, but it's mostly beer and alcohol. It's, mostly, it's like, mostly beer and liquor. Yeah. Like, I mean, we it use is. it for a 12-pack of pop, right. usually. Right. But, Yeah. Yeah, you can it, also buy cigarettes. You can buy all kinds of yeah, all your vices. Right, right. It's yeah, that's in a drive-through. In a drive-through. Drive through the building. You go get your alcohol while you're driving mm-hmm. in the drive-through in Ohio. Yeah, that's how they works here. Yeah, because you know we're just that cool. 
Well, um, <laughs> with my ex, um, his parents came to visit me in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And um, they kept asking, you know, hey, let's pick up some beers. You guys, where's the nearest drive through And right. we were like, what What's the a- fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what crazy place do you live that they sell beer in the drive through And we're picturing, like, some McDonald's sell beer or right, some shit. Right, yeah. Like, what the hell? And then finally we realized that they were talking about a thing and we were like, oh, they don't have those here. And he, right. he just kept saying, sure they do. And we were like, no, they really well, do Okay, not. you've lived here for 20 years. Mm-hmm. If you had never lived anywhere else, would you just assume that they're everywhere? Probably. Because they're fucking everywhere here, right? Yeah, they really are. They're on every corner. Right. There's more drive throughs than Starbucks. There's one. There's a drive through in our small ass little town. I know. Right down the street from us. Like walking distance. Yeah. And the next little town over too. Yep. Yep. Like they're just, they're everywhere. Like I said, they're more numerous than Starbucks. They really are. They really and, are. And I mean, we've got quite a few Starbucks out here People too. People got so. to get their alcohol. You know? Shit, yeah. And <laughs> they got to get it while they're driving. But not on Sunday. Not on, not on Sundays, yeah. Not on Sundays. Right. You can't yeah. buy beer on Sundays. You can in some places. They got to have a deli license, though. Right. So but, there's special stipulations but for like how if you, you can get beer. If you go into a Speedway, they have the little sign printed out. Right. Ultimately, these laws that we're talking about, they mm-hmm. all go back to God and bullshit. Religion. Like that. Religion, yeah. yeah. See how it all ties together? Right, yeah. Like, I remember I moved to Florida, and we were in a dry county, and... Um, across the bay was a separate county. Yeah. And so um, the people that I was staying with would just hop in their little boat, go across the bay, <laughs> and get their alcohol there. Yeah. And I remember just being like, you can't buy beer on Sunday? Like, I don't understand. Right. Like, I literally did not understand. Like, why is Sunday special? <laughs> and they... They were just like... How naive, right? Yeah. They were like, what do you mean? Like, that's the day you go to church. And I was like, what's that got <laughs> to do with it? What's that got to do with me getting my fucking alcohol? Right? Like, right. I don't... I literally didn't understand. Right. So. I don't go to church. Why should I be punished because these fuckers go to church? I don't believe in that shit. Right? Yeah. Bull crap. Yeah. So there. Yeah. Okay, Anyway, sorry. we got off track there a little Woo, bit. Woo! We sure Man. did. Okay, let's talk about David. Yeah, David. Not drive throughs Not drive throughs No. I, maybe David just needed a drive-thru. Right? He yeah. needed to get his beer on. I think when he was dancing naked, he found a drive-thru. Oh, my God. <laughs> David also prepared a place for the Ark of God and set up a special tent for it. Yeah. Then he commanded... Oh, wait. Did he get it out of that place? Did they get it out of that? The Ark. Because yeah, yeah. they dropped it I off. I think they kind of skipped the story, but yeah. Okay. They, I mean, it stayed there for three months and then moved on. Okay. Well, I mean, I know that because yeah, we already... Oh, you know what? Because Uzzah died last time and they were trans... Oh, no, that's when they dropped it off at the place. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm right, saying. They right. dropped it off, but um, in this retelling, they never picked it up, but now right, he's but like, like, we like got the, it now. Yeah, they just skipped that bit, They skipped that part. They're like, whatever, the, it's here, so let's just go with that. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to write all this other extraneous sure. shit. Sure. <laughs> then he commanded, no one except the Levites may carry the Ark of God. The Lord has chosen them to carry the Ark of the Lord and to serve him forever. Yeah, because there's so many Levites around these days. I'm, wait. You said Levi, but Levites. you meant Levites. Yeah, Levites. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Do you know of any Levites? I don't know. The, Maybe they exist still. I don't know. I don't know. I mean. Is there like a lineage of them somewhere? We should. We should do a research into that sometime to we see should. if they exist, maybe. We should. Because that would be neat to know. I like, I honestly don't know. But I, I will be honest with you. 
up until the last 10 years, I would not have been able to tell you if I knew a person who was gay or if I knew a person who was Jewish or Catholic. I would not have been able to tell you any of those things because I just never... It wasn't on your radar? It wasn't on my radar. I didn't... I don't notice stuff. I'm very oblivious. Right. And basically, if people don't out and tell me, I don't pick it up. Right, right. So, whatever. Yeah. Then David summoned all Israel to Jerusalem to bring the Ark of the Lord to the place he had prepared for it. Also this, known as Jebus. Jebus. That's yeah, right. Just saying. This is the number of the descendants of Aaron, the priests, and the Levites who were called together. I don't care about the numbers of them. Are you ready for the numbers I'm of them? I'm ready for the numbers of them. Oh, you know what? I got to say something real quick. Like, just now when I was saying, like, I wouldn't have been able to tell you because they weren't on my radar and I just didn't know. Right. That might have sounded like I was saying something like, I don't see color. And that is absolutely not what I was fucking saying in case anybody gets the mistaken impression that I'm trying to say, I can't tell if you're black or white or Asian or whatever because I don't see color. I don't notice. Like, that's a lie. Well, I think that I think that given the circumstances of the last 10 to 15 years or 20 years, however you want to look at it, I think that um, identity has become more of a prevalent um, thing in sure. the forefront of who people are. Right, like, but there is a thing where white people go around yeah, saying, no, I, I, I don't see saying. color, right. and I'm not that person. That's a shitty, stupid thing to say. Sure. No, I understand what you're saying. Okay. I, I, just, was, I was just saying that the fact that you hadn't, that you didn't see these things before, not color, I mean, you see that, but like the things that you didn't see, I think that it's not so much that you were completely oblivious, but that they've become more part of people's identities now. Yeah, so. definitely. Well, I think it's something that we talk about more. Yeah, well, I think that we've all had enough and we're just like, yeah, this is what I am. So fuck off and leave me alone. Well, I mean, I think I told you that the first time I ever experienced um, anti-Semitism was with a group of Catholic people. Yep. And that <laughs> and was about 10 years ago. That was it? about 10 years ago. And it was at a scrapbooking <laughs> right, thing. Right. I remember. And um, there were a bunch of women. And just from overhearing them, like we would do these late night things where we would spend the whole weekend um, doing scrapbooky things, right? Yeah. And um, so over the course of time, we got to know that some of these ladies were Catholic. And I had never specifically talked to somebody who I knew was Catholic. So I just thought it was interesting. So I kind of listened in on their conversations. And, you know, they would arrive late on Sunday because they had to go to mass and all that stuff. I don't, right. I don't know. So just kind of got to know that they were Catholic. Right. Just right. by being around them. And they had their them. own little clique. And... And, and they all sat at their own little table and they all talked about their church and their stuff and their things. Yep. And then um, every once in a while, something would come up and they would be like, oh, but he's Jewish. But the way they huh. said it was like, wow. you know, piece of shit or right, something. Right. And I'm like, whoa. And so, and my sister was there with me. And so we went into the back room in the kitchen and we're like whispering to each other like did you hear that that was that was anti-semitism wasn't it <laughs> right <laughs> like am i crazy it's like, just not something like i don't, I never heard it before then well i i wouldn't i mean i grew up in a small town that was a very you know racist area like you know we had a lot of racism issues as far as like 
it's a small town and it's white rednecks that live here basically, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, but I never heard anything anti-Semitical and anti-Semitical, anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. Um, you would have heard racist shit. Yeah. I would have heard, ra- I, I heard, I did hear racist shit. Yeah. Um, but and I, I had heard racist shit before. Like, let's not pretend that that's not ever an issue. I yeah. had heard that plenty of times, but I guess growing up knowing, you know, about, you know, Nazi Germany and the Holocaust, mm-hmm. I just figured that, and, and never having heard any anti-Semitic, you know, statements. Right. I would have figured that we're just mostly past that aside from like a few people here and there. Right. That's what I thought. But no, they're just like sitting there at scrapbooking talking like this. Yeah. That that blew me away a little bit when you came back with that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. We stopped going there. Yeah. (laughs) Because it was the owner was one of the people saying that shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, no thanks. Right. Right. So. That's rough. Yeah. Um, The cafe, the scrapbooking place closed soon after that. So. Right. Um, it had nothing to do with us, I'm sure, but the part that well, sorry, I know I'm droning on here a little bit, but yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we're way off topic, but that's something okay. that happens, you know, on in in threads and in um, conversations online is that a lot of people view atheists as anti-Semitic, and because we're against God, because we're whatever, and I'm like, no, that's not that's not the same thing, guys. That's we're just. We don't believe in God, and, and we're against all the religions, right? And we're we're fine if you want to worship God, but you know, leave us the fuck alone, really. And get out of my Sundays, get out of my yeah, laws, right? Just get do, out of my womb. Do your thing over there and leave us all alone, okay? That's yeah. all we ask. Like if if that was the case, we probably wouldn't even be doing this podcast right now. No, no. So I mean, like if if people would just not approach us about it, not you know, if they if they. They could keep their mouth shut about their religion. We wouldn't be doing this podcast, but that's not the case. Correct. So anyway, David. Okay, David. David. David needs a beer. I need a beer. I'm, yeah, right? right? Okay, from the clan of We got of that Kohath. Angry Orchard shit still, right? Oh, we do. Yeah, we should have some of that Let's have done. a hard cider when we're done. Yeah, we'll okay. watch some like Star Trek or something. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> that's such a perfect way to spend a Thursday, there Friday you go. night. See? Yeah. Okay. From the clan of Kohath, 120, with Uriel as their leader. From the clan of Merari, 220, with Asaya as their leader. I almost forgot that we had to count people. Got to count. For a second there. Got to do the counting. Now I'm like, shit, we're counting. That's why we went off topic. Right. Okay, counting. But it's still disappointing when you come back to it. I know, we're like, fuck. Womp, womp. Counting. From the clan of Gershon, 130, with Joel as their leader. Good old Joel. Billy Joel. (laughs) (laughs) From the descendants of Eliza Fan, 200, with... Shemaiah as their leader. Okay. From the descendants of Hebron, 80, with Eliel as their leader. Mm-hmm. From the descendants of Uziel, 112. That's an odd yeah, number. Right, yeah. With Aminadab as their leader. Okay. Then, then, David summoned the priests, Zadok and Abiathar, mm-hmm. and these Levite leaders that I'm about to name. Ready? Okay, yeah. Okay. Uriel, Asiah, Joel, Shemaiah, Eliel and Aminadab. Okay. All right? Yeah. He called them. And then he said to them, you are the leaders of the Levite families. You must purify yourselves and all your fellow Levites so you can bring the Ark of the Lord, the God of Israel, to the place I have prepared for it. Yeah. Because you Levites did not carry the Ark the first time, 
the anger of the Lord our God burst out against us. Oh, yeah. that that's what it was. Yeah, was the yeah. Levites weren't. It was not Uzzah wasn't a Levite, so yeah. God's like, "Fuck off." Yeah, he was like, "I that's don't why. care. I don't that, care why that you're." That totally touching justifies me. God killing somebody yeah. for trying to stop the ark from tipping. The guy's up. like, "What the fuck?" The guy's like, "I'm sorry, I'm not a Levite, but you're about to fall." Right. Can I help you stand? Yeah. Master. Jesus. And he's like, die. We, David continued, failed to ask God how to move it properly. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. I do as well. You got to ask how to pick it up and carry it. We find out later that they had lost the fucking book of instruction. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So, like, if they needed new instructions, shouldn't God have reached out and been like, hey, you know, I noticed you don't have the book of instructions, so, like... Before you go die, right? I'm gonna send down a new bit of instructions to somebody. Yeah, yeah. And then you guys just listen to that, and that's how you do it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, he just he just fucking kills the guy that's trying to help out. Yeah, I, I it's, it's bullshit. The story is dumb. God, mean. God, if God were real in this story, in this context, God was a motherfucking dick. He just sure then. as fuck was. He sucked. Yep, that's rude. I know we went over rude. this last fucking night. Crap. Yep. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I don't like God there for that thing. I know. I, I made an image that says hashtag justice for Uza. I, I think I said that the last time. Didn't I, I really like that. Yeah, and you said nobody liked it yeah, except for like one I'm person. Very disappointed in that. Shame on but you guys. I thought guys. it was a great little fucking yeah image thing. I want it on a shirt. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no one would know what the fuck it is, especially Christians. They'd be like, "I don't believe in that Black Lives Matter shit." Right? And we'd be like, "You're an idiot." Yeah, this is literally from the Bible. It's the guy who tried to stop the ark from falling over. And God was like, I don't care. Just let me fall. I will kill you for touching me, stupid. But I would want to talk to the one person that does know what it is. Yeah. That came up and be like, is that really? Is that what that is? Yeah. And I'd be like, really? You you know what that is? (laughs) You actually read it? Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Let's talk. So, David, oh, David's not talking anymore. He's done. He's done talking. He's done talking. All right. So the priests and the Levites purified themselves in order to bring the Ark of the Lord, the God of Israel, to Jerusalem. Okay. Then the Mm -hmm. Levites carried the Ark of God on their shoulders with its carrying poles. Yep. Just as the Lord had instructed Moses. Great. Mm, They carried it correctly. Yeah. And that's very importante i guess david also ordered the levite leaders to appoint a choir of levites who were singers and musicians to sing joyful songs to the accompaniment of harps lyres and cymbals Mm -hmm. do you suppose he was dancing naked probably he liked to do that he sure did so the levites appointed he-man son of joel along with his fellow levites yeah you're not going to say it, huh? He's got the power. He's got the power. You know? By the power of grace, Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Asaph, son of Berechiah, and Ethan, son of Cushiah, from the clan of Merari. The following men were chosen as their assistants. Zechariah, Jaziel, Shemaramah. Jaziel sounds like they should be in charge of the band. Right? You're saying Jaziel with a name like that? Mm-hmm. You should be in charge of the band. Seriously. Right? Shemaramoth. Jahil, Uni, Eliab, Benaiah, Messiah, Metahiah, 
Eliphalehu, McNea, and the Gatekeepers. But, and the Gatekeepers. But not the Keymasters. <laughs> Obed, Adam, and Jeel. Okay. Okay? Yeah. All right. Not the Keymasters, just no, the Gatekeepers. just the Gatekeepers. The musicians, He-Man, Asaph, and Ethan, were chosen to sound the bronze cymbals. Mm. Okay? okay. That's yeah. what they did. Okay. Very important you know this. Bronze cymbals. Got it. Zechariah, Azil, Shemaramoth, Jahil, Uni, Eliab, Messiah, and Benaiah were chosen to play the harps. Oh, okay. Okay. They yep. played the harps. And that was, isn't that what David played for, uh, mm-hmm. for Saul? Yep. So, yep. like, that's a very coveted position probably since probably. David was a harp player also, he right? He was a harpy. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> he was a harpy. <laughs> Although he had to play a harp while some dude was throwing spears at his head. I know, right? So there's that. Medathiah, Eliphalu, Mikniah, Obed-Adam, Geel, and Azaziah were chosen to play the lyres. Mm. What is a lyre? Is that the it's... guitar type thing? I don't know. You don't know? No, I'm not sure. But you're going to look it up and you'll let us know I in am, just a I second am. here. I am. Kanaya. It's like no, a harp. It's like a fucking yeah, stand-up harp. Yeah, that's what harp. I thought. Yeah. It's a different kind of harpy. That's, that's. Yeah. What do you need harps and a lyre for? Because. I mean, need, I guess it's almost like a. It would be like asking, why do you need a trumpet and a saxophone? Right. You know what I mean? I guess you're right. Because they're both. Yeah. Blowy brass instruments, right? <laughs> right. Kenaniah, the head Levite, was chosen as the choir leader because of his, let me spell it out for you, okay. skill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He had mad skill. Yes, yeah. Okay. Barakiah and Elkanah were chosen to guard the ark. Two people. Two people. Guard that god real good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Shebaniah, Jehoshaphat, Nathaniel, and Messiah... Zechariah, Benaiah, and Eleazar, all of whom were priests, I'll have you know, mm-hmm. were chosen to blow the trumpets, but not the saxophones, as they marched in front of the Ark of God. Okay. That's why they only needed two guards, because they had all these other people around. Right, yeah. I, mean, I guess in, in, in a crunch, you could take your trumpet and yeah. start, you know, bashing people with it. So. Yeah, nobody was going to sneak up on them. Right, yeah. Obed, Adam, and Jehiah were chosen to guard the Ark. Didn't we just say that? Like, um, exactly. No, because before it was Barakiah and Elkanah. Oh, so what the fuck? Why? Why are there? I don't understand. They did it in shifts. Okay, all right. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I really they don't. They had know. to be able to sleep sometimes. Yeah, but why didn't they just list all the four people? Because that were they did to not hire a, in the first place. They did not hire a good editor. Okay. To be consistent yeah, and concise yeah. from like one paragraph to the next, even. In the same paragraph. In the same paragraph. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Then, then, David <laughs> and the elders of Israel and the generals of the army went to the house of Obed-Adam to bring the Ark of the Lord's oh. Covenant up to Jerusalem with they a were, great see, celebration. We just did the story after the fact. Like, they mm-hmm. were, like, already, yeah. they were setting it up. They, they just hadn't gone and got it yet. Yeah. Now they're getting it. So I didn't understand that at the beginning. Right. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I didn't either. That was just poor writing. I, I agree. The author of this book is it's so... It's the Bible's fault. It is. I agree. 
I'm not disagreeing. I, I agree. thought you were making fun of me, and I was like, you were confused too. I was. I'm not okay. saying I wasn't. Okay. I it agree. Just, you just sounded a little I bit. I fully, 100% agree with you. Okay. That it was confusing. Okay. Thank okay? you. Yeah. Thank you. It's just your tone of voice made it sound like you were being like. I facetious. think it's just leftover snarkiness that I have towards the Bible mm. that just carried through in that sentence. And it came out all. on me. Right. Get it off. I'm sorry. I don't I'm, want that on me. I'm trying. That's why I said I'm sorry. I appreciate know? that. In right. You. Love you. <laughs> Love you. And because God was clearly helping the Levites as they carried the Ark of the Lord's Covenant, they sacrificed seven bulls and seven rams. That's why. Oh. That's yeah. what I do all the time. Yeah. When I'm carrying shit. Right. Especially when I'm carrying groceries. Mm-hmm. Although I, most of them have already been sacrificed there in my bag. I do not <laughs> carry groceries except for in the door. I pay someone else to sacrifice those things for me. Yes. Yeah. Like, not going to lie, we are so spoiled now with Instacart because um, I hate grocery shopping. Like, it makes me full of anxiety and anger. Well, it takes a shit ton of time to do also. We've determined that just in saving time, it saves us money. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, I mean, think about it, too. Like, for us living in this small town, the nearest grocery store is, like, 35 to 45 minutes away. Right, right. And then, so, that's like an hour lost just in driving. Right. Right? And then there's the couple hours of shopping, if you're shopping for a week or two, right? Yeah. And then, you know, you got to bring all that shit back and you got to unload it. But even before that, there's making the grocery list, which if you're doing any kind of meal planning, even the vaguest, I guess I need like five or six dinners this week. I don't really want to plan it out, but now maybe lasagna, frozen lasagna, shit right, like that. Right. Like even the grocery list making is about an hour of my time. Yeah. So you know, I just I don't have it in me. By the time I've made the grocery list, mm-hmm. I don't have it in me to get in my car and go grocery shopping. Right. Right. It's just ugh, and people, and I hate them, and. <laughs> It's horrible. It's horrible out there in that world. Right. I love you guys, but it's horrible out there. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we are very spoiled and we have our groceries delivered and it is well worth the money for us. Yes. 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 And and also because um, we can compare prices on of things at different stores more easily through Instacart. Yeah. So... Before, like, if I really wanted to save a buck, I would shop at three different grocery stores because I had an idea of what what items were cheaper. And we at used each to store. we used to go out in the middle of the night and shop at like three or four different stores. Yep, yep. It was crazy and, and coupon can... cutting the whole nine yards. We did it yeah, all because we were poor, right? So yeah, we did that, and I will never do it again. I will always use my Instacart. Right, worth the money. Yep. Sorry. Okay, sorry, I'm going now. Okay. Okay, David was dressed in a robe of fine linen, so he was not naked. Not naked. As were all the Levites who carried the ark, and also the singers, and Kenaniah the choir leader. Mm-hmm. David was also wearing a priestly garment. Okay. So he had a robe and a priestly garment. Right. Did Who's, he have the, uh, what do you call that thing? E- the, the ephod. 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 ephod? Is ephod. That right? Yeah. yeah. That's right. I, I would hope he did, because he had it the first time when he was dancing naked. That's all he was wearing. Right, right. So all Israel brought up the Ark of the Lord's Covenant with shouts of joy, the blowing of ram's horns and trumpets, but not saxophones, the crashing of cymbals, 
and loud playing on harps and lyres. Yeah. But as the Ark of the Lord's Covenant entered the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked down from her window. Yep. Oh, well, this oh, is where wait. he's naked. But he's not naked. He's got clothes on. Wait, what? Because, look, yeah, he's no, got... Yeah, he said he had his garments on. Yeah, he's got a robe and a priestly garment. When she saw wait. King David skipping about and laughing with joy, she was filled with contempt for him. The end. Well, yeah. We understand why, but, like, yeah, why is he wearing clothes? He's supposed to be naked. That's bullshit. That He's, dude came into town naked, man. He was supposed to be coming into town naked. That's fucking crap. The The fact that they left that out, like, the whole reason that she was filled with contempt was not just that he was dancing, but that he was dancing naked that's with joy. That's statue David naked. Yeah. Because, you know, David gets naked, man. Well, not in First Chronicles. Well, First Chronicles got it wrong. They did. I refuse to believe this version because I like the other one better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know that this was written by somebody who was trying to make David look, look good. Right, yeah. And so they took he's out like, that dude, nudity. Why are you why are you dancing naked? So yeah. he's like, we'll just leave that bit out. Yeah, nobody'll notice. Right. We noticed. <laughs> yeah, we did. I was looking for his ding dong. Yeah. It's like he's trying to create an alternate reality here. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Well Okay. Well, I I again, no, he was naked. He was naked. Yeah. Period uh, the end. We don't need to take a vote on that. No. We're just we're decreeing that that is the case. <laughs> David was naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was First Chronicles chapter fifteen. Sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow. Wait. With um, um Saturday Q and A. Yeah, that. And that. then on Sunday we'll be back with well um oh, wait. sacrilegious book yeah, club because we got one more before mm-hmm. we're. Pausing, sort of. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then you'll have the weekly replay. Yep. And then on Monday, we'll be back with First Chronicles chapter 16. That's right. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? Uh, Yes, I do know what today is. It's... Saturday Q and A, and I'm dyslexic. I sing it backwards. It's Q and A Saturday. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I was just saying that I keep switching you my did, fucking and then words you fucking around. Did it right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Good, good job. Good, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Sorry, All right, guys. So we're what are we Q and Aing today? Um, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot because we've already done this. So, you, you know, from, yeah, from Sam, yeah, one earlier, first and second right. Samuel or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, but what um, chapters were we going over? Um, we're going over, uh, first Chronicles chapters 11 through 15. Okay. And right. what we are going to answer is a little bit about how many times David was made king and what the hell he was wearing. Okay. So it's almost like a contradictions episode. Uh, sort of. Maybe. Not really. Somewhat. Kind of. No. But, you know, okay. Nah, it's something. We're it's, questioning things. It's a thing. And we're going to answer them anyway. It's a thing. We're, All right. We'll chat about it. Let's go fucking I'll answer t- some shit. I'll tell you some stuff. All right. Okay, so let's talk about David being made king. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay, so in First Chronicles chapter 11, verses 1 through 3, 
um, we read that the elders declare David king at Hebron. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, prior to that moment, only one of the tribes of Israel recognized David as king. Judah? Well, I don't know. Oh. I didn't write that down. I think it was Judah. I, th- I, don't... I don't know. I'm it not was even... some, some tribe anyway. Yeah, I'm not even going to pretend I know. Okay. But only one of them did. Got it. Okay. Yeah. The other tribes recognized Saul's son, Ishbosheth who was murdered, according to 2 Samuel chapter 4. Okay. So now the tribes are like, oh, shit, we don't have a king. So they right. turn to David. I gotcha. Okay. Now, one interesting thing is that the chronicler does not even mention the seven years that David reigned over Judah. So, yeah, Judah. Uh, Judah was the one. Okay. He doesn't even mention that, though. Just leaves that shit right out. He just leaves it out. Okay. He begins with a crowning at Hebron when all of Israel acknowledges his kingship. Right. So it's like... One, two, three, go. Well, he doesn't probably, I mean, like, we've talked about this before. The Chronicler wants to, like, make David seem as magnificent as mm-hmm. possible, right? Mm-hmm. And if you if you say out loud that he ruled somewhere for seven years without being acknowledged as right. the king of all That's, of Israel. It's not, that, it's not that the Chronicler is lying. He's just leaving <laughs> out important right. information. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, we had wondered how many times he had been anointed, though. Yeah. Um, he, this was his third, this was David's third anointing. The one at Hebron? Yeah. Okay. So the first anointing was when David was very young and it happened in front of his family and Samuel. Right. And that was when he was like on the farm or whatever. Yeah. And that was the first story that we heard about him being anointed king. Yeah. And that was in first Samuel chapter 16. Okay. Okay. The second time he was anointed and recognized by the tribe of Judah after the death of Saul. Okay. Okay, so yeah. that was when he started ruling over Judah. Okay. And that was in 2 Samuel chapter 2. Okay. Okay. And this third anointing was after the defeat of what's his butt, Ishbosheth. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. So the elders of Israel received David's leadership because he was an Israelite himself. Yeah. Even though David had, of course, at that point, up until that point, been living among the Philistines. Got it. But they were like, but you're still an Israelite. But they made him seem better there, like, because he was killing mm-hmm. Philistines on the side, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ah, I got a side gig killing Philistines, even though I live with them. Yeah. I still kill them. I still know? kill them. Right? So David and all of Israel went to Jerusalem. Okay? Yeah. All of Israel. All of Israel. Yeah. And at that point, it was just a small Canaanite city in the center of Israel. Okay. 400 years after God commanded Israel to take the whole land, this little city was still in Canaanite hands. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So they took it. Oh, so this is when they took it. Yeah, this is when they took it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So because of its location, Jerusalem was an easily defended city. Got it. That made the Jebusites overconfident. And then David and his men took the stronghold of Zion. Well, it's that it. and it's David. It's David. For fuck's sake. So they took it. He killed his tens of thousands. He did. So, he I mean, really you did. know. And he had his 30 and his 300. Yeah. yeah. And, his, and his three. Those other two. Yeah. And then there was that one guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he had his lyres and harpists. He did. But not a saxophone player. Sometimes he had clothes. And cymbals. And sometimes he didn't. Yep. Um, Jerusalem became the capital city of David's kingdom, which was good as it had no prior tribal association and therefore it was good for a unified Israel. Gotcha. 
and the geography of the city made it easy to defend against a hostile army. But obviously this didn't hold up because there was a bunch of, right. like a slew of fucking shitty kings after this. Right, exactly. So, and then there was the exile. So like, oops. Oops. But until that happened, it was a really good spot. Right, right. So um, about his clothing and what he was wearing when he <laughs> danced his little ding dong self into the city. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um, the the difference is that where we read it earlier in either, I don't remember if it was first or second Samuel, sure. but it was the book of Samuel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we thought he was naked except for his ephod. Right. Right. Yeah. And then in this one, it says he had vestments and, and you know, his robes and right. clothes and stuff. Yeah. Right. So I read a couple of apologists that mm. tried to wreck. Yeah. That tried to reconcile the two by um, saying, no, it wasn't that he was naked. It mm. was that he had removed all of his priestly garb and so was dressed as just the common man. And that's why when he danced into town and his wife, Michael, saw him, that's why she disdained him. It wasn't that he that was is naked. definitely not how it read in right. the original section. Right. No, I'm not saying and, that I agree with him. And moreover, in the section that the Chronicler wrote, he wrote that he was dressed in priestly garments. Yeah, exactly. So, like, how do you get that he was... There's still, regardless of how you look at this, they are still two separate fucking mm-hmm. stories. They are. And, and in one, I will... The answer is he was naked. He was naked except for his ephod. Because they did mention he was wearing his ephod. Yes, yes. But I will take... David was naked for 200, Alex. Yes. And he was. Yes. Except Alex is dead. Oh, so. yeah. I forgot about that. Sorry. Ouch. Sorry, Alex. Yeah. I That was not a... I no. just... I forgot. We you know, just... Because Alex was my whole life growing up, you know... We just always will I, say Alex. Yeah. I don't care who the new host is. I don't even know who the new host is. I think I it's Mayim Balak. I don't... I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, She played Blossom. So I stopped not, I mean, not that I ever really cared about Jeopardy. It was just something fun. Like if it was on to just just try to answer the questions. Yeah. But like, you know, my whole life it was Alex Trebek. So yeah, it's just just Alex. It's Alex Trebek. Yeah. And that's what you'll take for 200. Obviously. Exactly. Yeah. So. Sorry. Anyway. No. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say. Um, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just bringing you the info. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? Right. And that's the info that I have for today. And and we're sorry because it's, it's just fault, it's man. all fucking repeat crap. Yeah, we're yeah. like, where? What are we doing? What are we covering? So that's why I tried to do a little bit of rabbit holing. Yeah, and even at that, this is all I could come up with that that sounded interesting in such a way to talk about. Got it. <laughs> oh my gosh, our googly thing is making something, an odd something noise. Is disconnected from the internet. Whoa. It's making a scary noise. It is. It is. Okay. Well, on so that I guess note, that's, we gotta go. We gotta our go, inter- guys. Our internet's flashing. When our cat's freaked out, actually. Oh my god. Interesting. What is happening? Oh no, we gotta go check this out. Okay, bye. We'll report back later. <laughs> Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? I do. It's Sacrilegious Book Club. I was waiting to see if you got that one right. Yeah, I did. Or called it Book Club Sacrilegious. Or 
sacrilegious club book. Or club discourse sacrilegious. What? Some, I don't Nothing. know. Yeah. That's too many. Too many? You went too far, sir. Never. Never too far. So today we are covering, um, we're finishing up, I should say, the book of Joshua in Asimov's Guide to the Bible. Right. And I always want to say galaxy when you say that. Asimov's always. Guide to the Galaxy? Always. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I know, galaxy. but like I just I hear guide to and I'm like, galaxy, mm. galaxy, mm. galaxy. Fair, fair. Yeah. I definitely um, am a hoopy food and I sass where my towel is at. <laughs> you either get it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you know, you know. Um, so we should mention a couple of things here today. Okay. The first is that Isaac Asimov is not the greatest person on the planet. He and is a sexist schmuck. Right. And we just were every every time we do a book club, we're going to say that because it's true. It is true. So He's it a- is what it is. And we found it out after we started reading the book. So we're not going to not read it. We're just going to disclaim it. Yes. Yeah. But we are going to take a break from it. But we'll get into that in a bit. Oh, we're not going to get into that right now? No, we'll get into that at the end. So that, Oh, okay. Because I'm going to introduce the other book that we're going to read. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Great. We'll get into that at the end then. Yeah. So are we done with the intro then? This is the end of the intro. This is the end of the intro? Yep. Okay. Okay. So we're finishing up the book of Joshua in Asimov's Guide to the Bible. And the book of Joshua started on page 208. But today we're covering pages 217 to 225, beginning with Miram. Sounds great. On page 217. Okay, Miram. Okay. Yeah. That's a place, by the way. Okay. Okay? Yep. So last time we read about how the southern kingdoms formed a confederacy and marched against against Gibeon. Do you remember that? And Joshua made the sun stand still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was the southern kingdoms. This time... We're reading about the cities of northern Canaan forming a league. Okay. Okay, a yeah. league of their own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the kings met at Miram. Okay? okay. Which is likely the northernmost enclosed body of water through which the Jordan River flows, now known as Lake Hula. Okay. And so it's one of three. Um, the other two were the Dead Sea and the Sea of Galilee. Got it. Okay. Okay. And that's it for that section. Okay. Okay. So. They met there. Yep. Yep. That's where they met. Okay. And it's a place that is. And there's just, there's uh, water there. Yep. It's water. Some water. So the next section is Zidon and we're still on page 217. That's how small that section is. Oh, wow. Okay. Joshua one. Boom. Okay. (laughs) And then he chased those guys all the way to Zidon, a city on the Mediterranean shore. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Except that, okay, no, he probably didn't because that's too far away. Okay. And anyways, those people never got hammered by the Israelites. So uh, clearly an exaggeration. Got it. Okay. Yeah. They they did not chase them all the way to the med. Right. They okay. won and that was it. They won. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, glass manufacturing, Sidon's most important enterprise in the Phoenician era, uh-huh. was conducted on a vast scale. And the production of purple dye was almost as important. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And um, I think we talked last time about how um, the Phoenicians were, like, known for purple or something. Okay. 
I don't recall that, but okay. okay. I mean, no, I mean, maybe we did. I no, I read a lot, so like it could just be something that I read, right? And that I'm confusing. But they're known for purple. They're so known for purple. Okay. Okay, and this is what Asimov says: the people of the region were famous for their manufacture of a purple red dye and made use of it in their own clothing to such an extent that the color gave a name to the people and the land. Oh wow! The Greek name Phoenicia. Is from their word meaning purple red. Huh. Isn't that something? Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah. And, you know, of course, the Phoenicians were the guys that invented the alphabet. The you know, phonetical. Yeah. Right. The yeah. phonetic alphabet. Yeah. Around They did that around the time of Joshua. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Right? And here's the thing. Like, a lot of different places on um, the continent, uh, not the continent, the, the globe, the world, the planet, okay? Yeah. A lot of different places um, invented writing yeah. around the same time. Okay. okay? Um, just recording stories and stuff. But the alphabet, um, the Phoenicians were the first to take sound um, sound symbols. So instead of like um, having a picture represent a word, yeah. They had a symbol represent a sound, which is where we get the word phonetics. Okay. And yeah. That means no, that know, hooked sense. on phonics. So it wasn't that there wasn't written out. languages before this. It was just that right. there wasn't um, symbols that represented sounds right. type language. So that you would know how to pronounce it later. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, a, that's actually very interesting. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And they did that, like I said, around the time of Joshua. Okay. Okay. So, um, there's a lot of different pla- uh, ways to say this name, Zidon, Sidon, um, Seda, okay? And it's the third largest city in Lebanon. Okay. In Lebanon, sorry. And it is located on the Mediterranean coast. Okay. And the Phoenician name for it probably meant fishery or fishing town. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. And then um, I was looking it up to see if it's a place that still existed because... Um, as of Asimov's time, it did. Right. And he mentioned that it's where a pipeline ended. Okay. Um, which I thought was interesting. But I was like, can that possibly still be true? Right. So um, this I took from Wikipedia. Okay. After years of constant arguing between Saudi Arabia and Syria and Lebanon over transit fees, the emergence of oil super tankers and pipeline breakdowns, the section of the line beyond Jordan ceased operation in 1976. So that oh. would have been after the time that Asimov wrote gotcha. what he wrote about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The remainder of the line between Saudi Arabia and Jordan continued to transport modest amounts of petroleum until 1990. Okay. When the Saudis cut off the pipeline in response to Jordan's support of Iraq during the first Gulf War. Okay. Today, the entire line is unfit for oil transport. Gotcha. So, it's just a place that basically, like, was kind of important for a little bit, but right. then eventually just declined. But and the city's still there. It's, it's just still not, there. It's just not... It's main source of whatever is gone. Yeah. So, it's it's run down and emptying out now. Okay. Like, it's going into ghost town mode because they're kind of like here when the GE plant closed right you know, it wasn't ge it wasn't GE. gm gm that's what i meant to say <laughs> you know how i get my letters mixed up yeah gm yeah. the gm plant closed and for a while it was like 
game was going to fall off the map, but then they right. did like a big reconstruction downtown and they're trying to turn it around and pull it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that thing. Right. Okay. So, okay. That's that section. The next section is the Philistines on page 219. Damn Philistines. <laughs> Bourgeoisie. <laughs> so, um, this is what Asimov has to say. Okay. Even under the idealized picture of the conquest as presented in the book of Joshua, there was no denying that sections of Canaan remain unconquered. Like, yeah, obviously. No shit, right? Yeah. And so from there on, Asimov goes into great detail, like boring, okay, okay. about the five cities of Philistia, the reason the region that was once known as Canaan and now known as Palestine. Okay. Okay. So right. that's where we're at. Okay, and he talks about these five cities, Ekron, Ashdod, Ashkelon, Gath, and Gaza. It's funny cause, because, and and this is touching on like modern day Israel, mm-hmm. but like there's still, um, there's still those separate sections of Israel mm-hmm. that are still under their Islamic and they're ruled by Islamic groups. You know? yeah. yeah. And so like it's a sore point of... Uh, it's a point Whatever. of contention for yeah. the peoples that live there. So that, that's interesting. Yeah. Because, like, you could almost say that it never fully happened. Right. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, those five cities. Ready? Yeah. Ekron is a village na- is now a village named Akir. So it still exists. Okay. Okay. Ashdod was the most powerful in its prime, and it is now the village of Estad. Okay. Okay. Ashkelon was a seaport, and it is now a desolate site. So it's Got about it. done. Got it. Gath, famous for being the home of the city of Goliath. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, thoroughly vanished, and its exact site is uncertain. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's done and gone. Got it. And then, of course, Gaza survived the best, and we all know Gaza. You know, the Gaza Strip. Right, right. Right. Well, that's not a city. That's an area. Right, but the city of Gaza is in the Gaza Strip. Got it. And it still exists. Right, right. So, okay, so that's that section. Next comes the tribes on page 222. Okay. Okay, so um, he had a thing to say, and I'm just going to repeat what he said. Okay. Okay, yeah. Despite the admitted incompleteness of the conquest, the book of Joshua goes on to describe the allotment of land in Canaan to each of the tribes according to the instructions Joshua as is recorded as having received from God. Yeah. Almost all the rest of the book of Joshua is given over to a painstaking account of the division of the land. And we discussed later because we came across where, you know, hey, they didn't exactly conquer all these people. Mm-hmm. We're like, wait, but they... Exactly. What? And What's going on? That's why I love that Asimov keeps pointing this out. Right. He's like... Because it's like, no, nah, you guys it, didn't actually have that land. Yeah, exactly. So he goes on to say, it makes for very dull reading, but it takes the place of a map in modern books. Sure, which sure. Which I thought was funny. Yeah. So shout out to East Side Gang. Okay. okay. Which was Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Right. And they were... Um, covered the land east of the Jordan. Right. Okay. They received that land. Yep. Okay. And then Asimov breaks down which tribe lived where on the west side of the Jordan. Okay. That's why I just wanted to give a quick shout out to East Side Gang. Sure. Sure. Okay. So Asimov says all these tribal boundaries were idealized versions referred back in time from the situation as it existed in the period of the monarchy. 
Okay. They could not have existed in the form given at the time of the conquest. Ah, okay. And he like went through each of them and I started to like take notes on each of them. And then I was like, I deleted deleted it all because do you really care which, which parts, which tribe was the southernmost, which one was on the coast, which one was northernmost? Like, that's all it was, and I just right. don't care. Right. So, I got you. apologies if you do care, but I don't... It's in the book. It's in the You'll book. The yeah, book. you read it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then he goes on to say that... Oh, and I, I really was glad of this because we've asked about this, the tribe of Levi. Yeah. And, like, did they have land or didn't they? I don't understand. Right, right. right. He actually addresses this. Okay. okay. The tribe of Levi received no actual land grant. Its central role was that of serving as a priesthood, and for that purpose, it was considered enough that its members be granted a number of towns right. scattered throughout the various tribal areas. And that was kind of my thought as to what had happened. Right. It just—it was really confusing that they didn't times, have yeah. land, but they were well, still. I don't in think they spelled it out places. at first, like when they were do- do- divvying up the land. They're just like, and then the Levites will live amongst them, right? Yeah. And then, but maybe they did, but I, I might have missed it or something. But then later on, they did. I did hear at some point in our reading of the Bible that they were getting cities and they would have the pasture land outside of them or whatever. Yeah, but it was confusing because they weren't given land, but they had towns, and I'm like, the towns are on the it's land. still fucking land, yeah. Yeah. So they just weren't given free range land, right? They right. were given towns right but like that's still fucking land it is yeah so okay that's that section and finally we finish off with mount ephraim on page 224 okay joshua dies at the end of the book of joshua yeah along with eleazar who was the son of aaron and the nephew of moses got it okay so they die okay and then asimov says with the end of the book of Joshua, we can consider Canaan as essentially Israelite territory, even if not completely so. Gotcha. So he's like, they say that they have it and we will just pretend, even though we all know better. <laughs> right, right. Right. That is what we'll give them a benefit I took of the doubt. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Um, so that concludes the book of Joshua. Okay. okay? Yep. Um, what we had said um, during our last book club was that. For multiple reasons, one of which is that Asimov was a lech, and we just really wanted to give some space to, you know, think about that and the whole separating the artist from the art and don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. And we still respect and admire the work that he did, but we don't want to celebrate him. We're just going to step back from him for a minute. And it was convenient to do so right at this moment. Because we're catching up. we're catching up to where we are in our daily reading right. of the Bible. Yeah. Too quickly. Definitely. And so it just made sense to take a break. And we had talked about wanting to read some Jewish fairy tales and legends and myths and stuff. Right. So toward that end, I ordered a couple of different books. And after looking them over, the one that I decided we're going to do is it's called A Treasury of Jewish Folklore. Edited by Nathan Osubel. And um, I just wanted to put that out there to give you guys time to get it if you wanted to read it. Um, I ordered from Thrift Books, which I've said before. Um, If you don't want to order through Amazon, it's a great place. Um, It arrived in less than a week, so it's not like I had to wait forever. 
Um, when we start the book club next weekend with this book, I'm going to give an introduction to the book so that you will actually have two weeks to order this book if you're wanting to read along with and us. And just out of curiosity, did you have a chance to look into it? Like, are we going to be doing like an entire um, story for each one or what's um, it look like to you? From Okay, from what I could tell, they're really short stories. There's a ton of stories in here. So what I was thinking is that I might cover like five stories at a time or they're also broken up into sections so that won't be hard and fast. Okay. I think I'll take it the way I was doing with Asimov where sometimes I would take a section and it was large enough that I would break it down into two or even three different um, days. Sure. Or, you know, if it's a short section, I might just cover all of it. Okay. So, um, from like, I read the first one and it's really cute and I liked it. And, um, they seem to have like a lot of morals or like a point to the story. Um, that is just really cool. And are they wrapped in like biblical things that are going on or Mm -mm. you didn't really notice so much? I I only read one, so I'm not going to say that that like represents the entirety of the book. Um, and like I said, I will give a better introduction to the book itself sure. next time. Um, I just wanted to give you guys an idea of what we're getting into here. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. No, we definitely wanted to go down rabbit holes. Right. Here's some rabbit holes. Exactly. My my <laughs> intention is I'm not going to read the book or read the stories because copyright and all that. What I will do is I'm going to read, like I said, you know, about five stories and I will tell you guys the stories. Right. Like, I'll tell you basically this is what happened. Sure. And, you know, this is, I think, what you're supposed to And we'll just, you know, discuss it from there. Okay. Okay. But again, the book is A Treasury of Jewish Folklore, edited by Nathan Osubel, A-U-S-U-B-E-L. All right. And next week we will do an intro to the book. Sounds great. All right. Yeah. All right. So that was the end of our Sacrilegious Book Club for today. Yes. And uh, tomorrow, or no, well, well I'll have my uh, our weekly uh, replay here going on mm-hmm. um, today. And yeah. then tomorrow we'll be back with? Um, it will be First Chronicles Chapter 16. There you go. All right. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. 
Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.